And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 175. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked a whole night through. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. To you. To you. To you. To you and you. Hey, Bob. Good morning. Hey, Ed Bradley, there he is. I see him over there. Oh, that's it. Then four. Good morning. To you. It's our um, 2022 Christmas uh, special, if you will, the Ed and Bob Show, number 175. How about that? Wow. Unbelievable. I'm Bob Thomas. That's Ed Brantley right there. Mr. Brantley, how are you doing this Christmas? I'm doing great, sir. Just excited and all that. I haven't seen Santa Claus yet. Didn't get to sit on his lap, but I wouldn't anyway. <laughs> well, it's uh, that time of year, though, where... Uh, Everybody gets excited. Maybe there's a, a little uh, quicker step in your step and uh, you, you're feeling good. It is uh, Christmas. We always do our Christmas special coming out around Christmas of, of this year. And then um, we've got a lot to talk about during this half hour. So I hope you'll stay with us. Um, and we'll, we're going to start off with uh, asking each other what our Christmas plans are. So what's going on over at the uh, Brantley household? during this Christmas? Well, the Brantley Ranch will be wide open. We have guests coming in from all around. Let's see, South Carolina has a family of three coming, and my daughter and her husband and son, and, and then Florida has my wife's brother and his wife from Germany coming up. Wow. And, and I mean, we just have a bunch of people coming. Uh, of course, uh, Linda's 92-year-old mother will be coming to stay, too, for a day or two. And uh, it's just going to be an exciting time. We got nine grandchildren, Bob. Nine. No way. Yeah. Oh, man, you must be old. Yeah, I am old. <laughs> wow. I am. I and really am. So, all those people are going to be at your house on Christmas? Yeah, we've, uh, Linda's made a chart, well, kind of a chart, but she's, she's determined who's going to sleep where and for how long. <laughs> because. <laughs> I, I currently am on the couch, I think, so uh, uh, it's all right. It's not like a submarine that you're underwater and you're 20, 12 hours you get to bed and then somebody else gets it for another 12, is it? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's close to that, though. As long as I'm awake at lunchtime, I'll be happy. <laughs> right? Well, so uh, probably a lot of uh, food and a lot of presents around. How do you get all that stuff in there? Well, there are a lot of presents. Most of them will stay out in the car probably until... They start coming in. It, it, you know, the tree you can only get so much under it, and it. it uh, so it, it. I don't think all that's going to go under the tree. We might have to move to another room, actually. So we'll check on that this week and see how it goes. But it will. It, uh, we have found this year that you don't have to buy those great big presents anymore. Uh, matter of fact, my mother-in-law, Linda, put my mother-in-law on a strict budget: no more than twenty dollars per grandchild. And she said, she said, oh, I can't do that. I've got to spend at least 50. <laughs> and <laughs> and she, said, she said, well, if I buy a present for 20, can I give her the rest of the money? And Linda said, no. <laughs> <laughs> you just ruined my plan. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, we're on a strict budget and uh, uh, with the kids anyway, so the grandchildren. Right. And I think that'll help a little bit. And uh, Plus, I think next year, I think the, the adults in our family, we're going to draw names. We'll see how that works. And um, it may not work. I don't know. But we'll see. 
You you had my name. No wonder I got crappy press. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you seen have you seen this thing where you take uh, you take gift ideas like lotto tickets and all that stuff, and you wrap it in cellophane and you oh. keep wrapping it a big ball, and you go around the table and uh, I think you roll dice or something. Anyway, you get to you get to pull on the cellophane, and if it if a prize pops out when you're pulling on the cellophane, that's your prize. We did that one year. We did that last year. It was a lot of fun. Uh, right up until the fist fight? Yeah. Where <laughs> <laughs> somebody cries? Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, you could trade things, you know, like like if I got some makeup, I didn't want it. So we traded one some. time we tried something like that. Uh, I forgot what you call it, Dirty Santa or something. And, and uh, we had, you know, the younger kids, this is a long time ago. And we let them be part of it. Well, that was the first mistake. And uh, before it was over, the, one of them was crying and one was mad. I said, well, this was fun. Great way to, <laughs> great way to wrap up Christmas Eve. Well, anyway. Well, we've got uh, Jake's coming in. So we'll have all three kids here. Uh, the other two live here. And then uh, six grandkids. And my mom, who is uh, 93. And uh, mm -hmm. she, we're going to have a thing over at her house on Christmas Eve. Wow. And then uh, Christmas Day, Mom's coming over and, and my sister, and we will have a Christmas uh, lunch here mm -hmm. at our house. But uh, a lot of gifts, a lot of fun. And I think that, um, you know, we, uh, it's as you get somebody, and you said uh, Linda's mom's 92, mom's 93, you got, you, there's a little more trouble into getting around and you, you know, uh, getting yeah. them here and there and stuff. So you, it takes a little more time, but that's part of uh, getting older and, and it is what it is. So, uh, so as we uh, talk about this show, we've got uh, several things we're going to talk about. Like where's the, we've got questions about what uh, favorite traditions are and stuff, but we promised and we promoted last time we were there, 174th show, we promised that this show, we would mention about our topic of the day. So we're still going to work that in. And that is, should there be military service or some kind of public service required by uh, our country for, you know, kids like say 19 to 21 or something like that, because Israel and some other countries do that. So let's start this off and we'll get our topic in today, Ed. What is your take on this? Well, my take is I think it's great for Israel. I've seen pictures on the internet of these young girls carrying automatic weapons over their shoulder while they go through the mall and everything. I don't know if that would work here. Might help. I don't know, but it it uh, is certainly an interesting thing. We have they have a different loyalty to their country than we do, and they also have neighbors who hate them. And I know we have neighbors that don't like us, but I don't know how bad they hate us because they're coming in by the thousands. So. It, uh, Are you talking about Kentucky? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, the Mexicans and, and Cubans are coming, too. How about that? Yeah. yeah. So it, it uh, uh, immigrants are coming like crazy. So I don't know if that would work or not, the military service. Now, it would if we were under attack or if there was some stress in the, in the world with our military. But I don't think our military has spread that thin right now, honestly. Well, I've read that uh, they that they had pros and cons, and they said that one thing to do is possibly give younger people more structure and, and, and discipline. And 
and help them also to get along with people who are different. Uh, you know, there's pe different people in our country, black, white, some of them speak uh, Spanish, and we, we've got different languages, we've got uh, uh, people from different religious backgrounds, but might teach them to get along with one another as long as they had a common goal of doing something for the country in mind. And then the other thing on the cons, I saw that uh, it said, it says that the younger people already do a lot of uh, community service in our country now. And, I'm, and I kind of scratched my head going, I'm not sure I see that, but okay. Um, you know, I'll go along with that. So, and then the other con they said was that um, rich people's kids would get out of it anyway. Yeah, they would. Then you just yep. create a problem. Yeah, and then then there'd be animosity and and more problems because I remember that during the Vietnam War. You know, you if you were in college, you got out of it, um, and those of us that were not in college, we were drafted. So it uh, there was a little animosity there. You know, but well, it's, and and they also said, you know, if you've got a family that maybe is struggling, sometimes kids when they turn nineteen or twenty help contribute to the income of the family. If all of a sudden they're gone for two years it puts an un unnecessary stress on the family. But now somebody like that, in my mind, would be somebody that would be eligible to avoid doing it. Right, I would think so too. If you can find out that's true, because <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people will be coming up with reasons, mothers especially, why their child should not go. And uh, it, I had a grandson that signed up for submarine duty and uh, it's a seven-year course. Oh, my gosh. And I had no idea it was seven years. And living on a submarine and doing that, I, it's a nuclear. He was a nuclear person, but he, wow. he'd be on a submarine for seven years. I thought, golly, bum, wow. you can't live like that. And so he started thinking about it. He got out of it, but uh, it, it was touch and go. I think that would kill me. Wouldn't it kill you? Oh, that could drive me crazy. Oh, Absolutely. You know, I was, and I, this is a side story, but I'll tell it. A friend of mine used to be the chef on a nuclear submarine. And that's where I was explaining, you know, the, the bunk is shared by two mm -hmm. people, 12 hours and 12 hours, because you're under the water. The nuclear submarine will be under the water for, could be up to six months at a time. Yeah. They never come, never come up. And they said the only reason they would come up would be to get more food and supplies, not because they didn't have power. <laughs> <laughs> one last story he told me, and it was always funny. He said they'd come in and get supplies, and he said they would stack, they'd get eggs, and they'd stack eggs up, and they'd, the only place they had to store all the eggs were in the showers. Huh? So, you, so the first month or so after you got supplies, you couldn't take a shower. And he said that everybody stunk. Because all they could do was take a rag and wash off. But you could tell when they run out of eggs because everybody started taking showers again. There you go. Yeah, that's, wow, that's story's got nothing to do with Christmas but, uh, or military yeah. service, but there you go. Yeah. All right, let's move along again. I got some uh, questions here for you. Uh, okay. I'll do the mailbox today. We got Ozzy from L.A. He says, does snow make Christmas more fun? Absolutely. Is there I think I, special I, about that? Yeah, I think I've still got a sled somewhere. Somewhere. I don't know where, but oh, somewhere. You know, I used to go sledding all the time yeah. in winter. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, all the time. There's some hills around Knoxville that are just unbelievable. And it, it was uh, a lot of fun, especially we when We had a hill in our neighborhood where it, it went round and round and round going downward. And you could sled for, oh, God, as a mile. It was wow. unbelievable. And, yeah. uh, but I think since Al Gore got in politics, there hasn't been snow like that. <laughs> when he started the internet, he started. Uh, Global warming, yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, here's another one for you here. Pete from Phoenix says, What country celebrates Christmas the most? Ooh, how about that? Well, I think. I th what have you heard? I would think that probably it's not the United States. I mean, we celebrate it, but we celebrate it at the mall and shopping and all of that. But it's, uh, I don't know. Where is it, Bob? It's the Philippines. Wow. You're not going to believe this. The Philippines celebrates Christmas for four months. Mm. They start in September and all the months in the BER, the Burr months, September, October, November, December, they celebrate Christmas. Wow. It's the longest celebration for Christmas anywhere in the world, in the Philippines. I think that's remarkable. Now, I wouldn't mind doing that if you didn't have to buy gifts all the time, you know? Well, what are we going to do about Halloween? Oh, we got Paul's Christmas this week, dear. We're doing Halloween. <laughs> or Thanksgiving. I mean, what do you do with those two? Of course, I don't guess the Philippines does Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. They probably do Halloween. I don't even know. I don't know if they do either. I don't know, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I don't know places. how. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. The other places that do a pretty good job of Christmas, they say, is Norway. I they can have, imagine uh, A lot of European, uh, they lead the Europeans in Christmas spirit. They have cold mornings, crystal clear landscapes. They have lots of reindeer, Ed. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have lots of snow, and they love cookies in Norway. <laughs> um, another place is... Uh, that is celebrated or celebrates a lot is Bethlehem, which makes sense. Yeah. The, uh, uh, birthplace of Christ. Um, they say that um, the old city has impeccable sites that will make uh, coming to Bethlehem in the West Bank for Christmas a truly an experience of a lifetime. The festivities at St. Catherine Church has midnight mass, and there are travelers from all over the world that come to Bethlehem. Uh, you want to hear the list of the top 10 places that celebrate Christmas? Okay. Uh, number two is New York, which we kind of know that. I mean, you've been to New York you know, around mm -hmm. Christmas time, haven't you? Mm -hmm. um, here's another one, Lapland, Finland. Don't know much about that. Uh, Vatican, well, that makes sense uh, for the Pope's Christmas Day um, Mass. Uh, Bondi Beach, Australia. Hey, I'm all for going to a beach. Um, Munich, Germany. Yeah. Amsterdam. Yeah. Dublin, Ireland, they say, is wow. a big Christmas celebration place. Prague in the Czech Republic. Mm, beautiful place. And, and Zurich, Switzerland. There you go. Have you been to any of those? Yes, I have. I've been to some of those. And it's, uh, it's true. You know, I, I think... Uh, a lot of the year old European countries seem to have a, a, a real insight on Christmas because the buildings are old, the, tr the traditions are old, and it just works better. Yeah, we're a relatively new country compared. Oh yeah, here it's mostly, what are you going to get me? 
<laughs> what are you gonna get me and i gotta get some gifts before christmas here so i can get everybody well you always care. wait on the last day don't you <laughs> you know what's i swear to goodness my dad worked seven days a week and my dad would leave work around noon on christmas eve huh. and, and i would go with him to the mall and he would buy all the christmas gifts and he actually do a good job at it uh and he would buy them all and then we'd come home my sister would wrap them now he didn't buy anything for me or my sister uh, mom did that but he did he did it all on christmas eve wow could you do that today no i don't think so now i've always thought if you go shopping on christmas eve it's only for jewelry you know no, I mean, Dad would go through the he'd mall. Do he'd, I'll take that and that and that and that. And, <laughs> go home and Barbara would wrap it, and an hour later, somebody's unwrapping it. <laughs> wow. And I'll tell you, he's a man of decision, isn't he? He didn't have any trouble deciding. No, he could do it. So well, that, That's great. All right, Ed, uh, this is the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bobby's Ed. It's our Christmas special, and here's our next part. Instead of complaints, we usually do complaints. We're going to do what is the favorite part of your holiday? What is your favorite part of the Christmas holiday, Ed? My favorite part is spending time with the family and the grandchildren and just sitting back and watching them. Of course, eating is a fun part, too. Mm -hmm. But I love to watch and talk to my, my family and especially those from out of town and, and just spend time with them because I don't know how much time we have left. You know, you just don't know. Yeah. And it's just it's just a wonderful time of year to do that and and to spend time hugging and being friendly with each one and not fighting and I think it'd be wonderful. I think it's just wonderful. Well, I think as our days uh, become less and less, some of the things we appreciate uh, change. It's like what you were just talking about. I, I, I and I know you've said the same thing. I don't care if I I've told people you don't have to give me anything. As long as everybody can just have a good time, be together, mm -hmm. and uh, not have a lot of worries, you know, or as few worries as possible, and we we think about the things that we're blessed and what we do have, and we get along. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, you know, I, I just not as worried about gifts, and it's always fun to open up a gift. But you know, a gift can be something. I, I, I once told. Uh, somebody I said uh, my kids I think I said you know uh, one of the best gifts you can ever give in the world is a gift that you made and it could be well. very simple it could be a card it could be that's true you, you know whatever you're good at or what, what you like to do or or it just I think something simple sometimes are the most heartfelt gifts well this year Linda put her mother on a budget and she he, she said now you can't spend any more than twenty dollars on each of the grandchildren that's and tough so, for a grandma yeah it is because she's been spending anywhere from 50 to 100 dollars each on them and there are nine of them Goodness. so, so it, it was getting really expensive and she doesn't have you know i mean she's 92 years old you and and who goes shopping for her yeah. we do you know so it, it um, and and here's what happened yesterday they went to a, a get together at her uh, her daughter's granddaughter's house and, and the great granddaughter they bought her a little doll and it was not an expensive doll it was about 16 dollars 
And if you could see that little girl with that doll, you would think it was worth a million dollars. I mean, she wow. kissed it and hugged it and kissed it and hugged it. And uh, see, you didn't have to spend $50 or $100 for it. It worked. Um, yeah, something, sometimes something just like that. And uh, I, I don't know. I think when we're kids, all we think about is getting a gift. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure uh, that's the way I was when I was a kid. And, but that's what kids do. They don't uh, see how their priorities should be in a certain way. So yeah. I get it. So uh, when you, uh, during the holidays here, uh, when you get up on Christmas Day, what's the first thing you do? <laughs> well, mean, are you you get in the car or you have your no, coffee? First, or you? I'm going to have my coffee and I'm going to sit down and watch your kids because I'm sure the grandkids are going to be opening some presents, the ones that are staying at our house, mm -hmm. and, uh, and then uh, some of the adults too. I'm going to have some coffee, have a little breakfast, and just enjoy talking again, sitting around the table. Enjoying that, and then we'll move on to some serious gifts later on, and uh, go visit uh, some of the. Well, the other kids will be coming in uh, later that afternoon, and we'll have lunch or late lunch about four o'clock. How many are you gonna have at your house, Ed? I think about twenty-four. Holy smoke! Wow. Well, we won't have quite that many, and ours are spread out because we all live about a mile of each other. But uh, <laughs> all good, and we'll, we'll. My favorite part of the holiday, I think is um it could be christmas eve or christmas day but it's just seeing the kids grown up and seeing how they react with their kids and, and just being together because it seems mm -hmm. like during the year everybody's going a million ways different directions oh that's true going there and there yeah. and i'm busy i'm doing this yeah i'd love to see you dad but you know like that old song yeah. yeah cats in the cradle that's right Right, well, this year too. Show. Oh, go ahead. Well, this year too. I think a lot of people are sick. You know, they have the cold or flu or laryngitis or some have COVID. So that can be a problem too. And you got to be careful now. If you're sick, don't go. Don't go. Don't go to the other houses and don't spread it out because it's be it could be terrible. Well, it's on a rampage. Oh, I know it, especially with children. This is Ed and Bob's show. We're at edandbob.com. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and even Alexa will do it. Just tell her to go to TuneIn and then play Ed and Bob's show. It's just that easy. We're on social media. We'd love for you to follow us. And uh, Facebook, we're right there too. Now, Ed, um, I ran into a person the other day, and she came to me and she said, I listen to every one of the Ed and Bob shows. <gasps> Wonderful! Uh, Jennifer Holder, who mm -hmm. uh, used to do all the marketing for First uh, Tennessee Bank, now it's mm -hmm. First Horizon, but she has her own agency now, Ed Agency, called Pirate Girl, and she said she enjoys every one of them. How about that? Well, we surely enjoy her listening, I'll tell you that. That's wonderful. Thank you, Jennifer. What a great girl, I'll tell you. That's wonderful. Made my day. Made my Christmas, huh? <laughs> well, thanks, Jennifer. She's always wonderful to run into and see. So uh, I hope 2022 has been good for her. And everybody that listens, I was looking at the list. Um, we, we have so many new listeners every month, uh, but it can vary from... Uh, a couple of hundred to 500 listeners during the month, and we certainly mm -hmm. appreciate every single one of them. Absolutely. All right, now, uh, we have got coming up, uh, the, right after the first of the year, we'll have our New Year's special, where we're going to look at 
well, we'll look back on 2022, how it was, what it was, who made a difference, and then we will uh, talk about 2023, what we expect and what we hope for, and, and things like that. So I hope you'll join us for that. Ed, anything other thoughts about Christmas as we wrap this one up? No, someone said to me the other day, you know, people, you know, it's kind of like what we used to say about Starbucks. They never say thank you. They say, here you go and all that. And you don't get a lot of greetings at Christmas time. But someone said to me the other day, he said, have a blessed Christmas. And I went, oh. <laughs> so, How about that? Yeah, I thought that was really nice. So thank you very much. I hope everyone has a blessed Christmas. All right, Ed, we'll see you on our next one, on our New Year's special, and looking back on 2022. Have a great Christmas, my friend. There you go, buddy. Thank you. All right. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I heard her Sailor said, folk, ain't that a hole in the boat? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just a big dinner, my life is gonna be beautiful. I've sunshine enough to spread. It's just like the fella said, tell me quick. 